Welcome back, everyone, to episode 20 of Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. Why are you laughing like that? (laughs) Because it sounded so nice and so professional. Oh, okay. So forceful. (laughs) With pep. So please follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and listen and and subscribe. I always have a problem saying subscribe. Uh, On iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So welcome to episode 20. Let's have a let me let me do a breakdown here of what we're going to talk about because we have a a decent we have a list. Menu today mostly like mostly fatties out of context today. A yeah. lot of food talk. Food talk, but that's okay. Uh so Orlando flea is something that we're going to talk about which I don't think that we talked about it on the podcast before. We we did that before I went to Europe. So it's been a maybe 2 months. Since we were there, maybe a month and a half, two yeah, months. Yeah, I think it was like more like a month and a half. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It, it really wasn't. But there's another one coming up. So if you missed out on the first Orlando Flea, which is put on by the Daily City, uh, you'll want to catch uh, the one coming up. So we'll talk a little, a little bit about that. And then we'll talk about Briar Patch, which is kind of an Orlando institution. Do you know that they've been open since 1980? No. Yeah. Uh, which is in Winter Park. And then we'll talk about two new re- restaurants. Uh, we'll talk about the Golden Golden Pod, which is uh, on International Drive. And then we'll talk about Steak on Fire, which is a um, Brazilian, I would fusion. call it, yeah, fusion. And I would kind of call it quick service, but not quite quick service. You basically order at the counter, but they bring it to the table yeah. and it's it was good. Delicious. So Delicious. stay tuned definitely for Steak on Fire and the Golden Pod uh both offering delicious treats and it's great to have new options and it seems like there's new places coming up all the time we always argue i mean not argue but like when we want to go out to eat we're like i don't know where do you want to go i don't know where do you want to go and we're like give me four choices and then i'll choose (laughs) so it's good to like keep a little you know a little list maybe of some restaurants that you want in those moments where you don't exactly. know what you want, you can't choose, and you want to try something new, that way you have it on hand and you're ready to go. Definitely. I agree. So we went to the Golden Pod and Steak on Fire on the same day. And in between... It was bad planning. <laughs> yeah. Fire. Kind of bad planning, but we were invited uh, on Saturday specifically to the Golden Pod. And then we kind of been putting Steak on Fire on the back burner. <laughs> you kind of get it. <laughs> And uh, so we we wanted to make sure that we um, headed over to Steak on Fire so to check already, it out. We already talked to Bruno over at Steak on Fire and committed to a day. And then after the fact, the Golden right. Pot invited us. So we had to do a double header. Yeah. So we visited two places in one day. But it was all right because... And the problem was that they were both so delicious. They were they were both very good. But in between them, we wanted to like burn off some of the calories at least in order to, you know, make room. Get hungry again. Get hungry again. Uh, so we decided, which was a poor decision to head over. Cause I had kind of mentioned, oh, let's go to the, maybe the outlets in between 
because the international outlets are really close. Really bad choice. Stephanie was, uh, we we uh, were driving in her car, and it was a bad choice. It, first of all, it was a Saturday. But it was I've like a bad video game. I mean, people are. I'm telling people are going in every. They're like driving backwards, like 20 miles an hour, because they trying see to get a somebody spot. that got into the car. So they're like immediately just chuck it in reverse. And then you have people coming at you from the left and the right, and people like standing in spots to wait for someone to circle back around. It w- people like hopping. Have you ever Have you ever played the battle mode on Mario Kart? No. Okay, so you're like in this arena. It's not a race, but you're in this arena and you're basically battling each other. That's what it was. It was the, sure. it was the Mario Kart <laughs> battle mode at the Orlando the premium outlets on International Drive. I just wish I had like the little shells to shoot out of my car like <laughs> it get was the fuck away from me. <laughs> That's my spot. <laughs> It was horrible. And then we tried to use this new reserved pay for parking thing, which didn't really work. Uh, no, not didn't really. It didn't, it didn't work at all. When we downloaded the app, we we both downloaded it to our phones. And when we're trying to input our credit card information, Same. both of our cards, separate devices, separate cards, it would not accept the expiration date and it wouldn't let us move forward to reserve a spot. And then I tried a different card and it let me go through. Oh, did it? Yes, but then it was telling me that the section that I picked was full. Yeah, when which we there was like there, three or four open there spots. Three open spots. But anyway, I, what's the so app name? So it's like a little thing where you. What's um, the app name? So you, we can. You pull like the spot is protected by like a little thing. A barrier. And once you get, uh, once you pull up to the spot, it lowers. It's called My Park. So it's My cool. Park. This is a shout out to you to fix your app. It's not working, and for. Uh, the Orlando Premium Outlet on International Drive. Why have you not built a parking garage? There's so much space. We did re- realize that in two seconds, out of nowhere, a Bahama gas breeze and a Bahama breeze just sprouted from the earth. And across the street from the international location, there's a bunch of other stuff going up. Yeah, it looks like they're building a shopping. But store. no, no parking Starbucks. garage. They need to build a parking garage for sure. But so this is like the pro trip which we've talked about before i'll give this app another chance on the fact that it may be ha- well, i don't know some fuckery was going on but like now that i opened it up it it's showing me like all the yeah using my location it's showing me all the places near which um where we're at right now the the, the outlets are less than a half mile from us and it's telling me there's 12 spaces available so basically i can click into it I can click the section that I want. It'll tell you like section A entrance by Nike. And it says five spaces available. Park now within the next 15 minutes. So you can make a reservation within 15 minutes. But I mean, the, the concept is cool. Again, but the concept is cool. But once again, m- pro tip, go to the outlets either right when they open. Or when they're about to close. Or an hour and a half to two hours before they close and know what stores you want to go to. Because if you do the experience like that, it'll, you'll, you'll fly through your shopping because there's no people at those times. But anyway, that was just, I don't know. There, something has to be done about that because there were, to- there, there was like must a be accidents a who was going around and tagging cars to be towed because people just pull up wherever they think, wherever, the, wherever the car can fit, they just pull up like on the end where the tree is. Right, the end piece of the lo- the lane, and then the, we also saw um, a Mercedes park next to the dumpsters. 
Like, so if the garbage truck did come, he wouldn't be able to access the dumpster. Right. So who parks there? Like, who? what kind of sale is so good that you just have to, like, <laughs> abandon your Mercedes and run in? <laughs> well, I can say none. None to me. None. Anyway, so we made the mistake. I've never seen it so bad. Never seen it so quite like that. I feel like it was like holiday season already. It was. It's like a preview of what's to come. It was crazy. Anyway, so we did mention Orlando Flea. We went to Orlando Flea, like we said, um, five, six weeks ago. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was um, in the Celine, kind of like a venue. Celine is kind of like a venue where I think they might have concerts. And is it maybe a, a club? Yeah, it looks like a club. There's like a stage. There's a, It's multi-leveled. There's a bar, uh, several bars. But this Orlando Flea is during the day, and they have... Um, Looks like we went around September, the end of September. Yeah. They have um, different artists and what they call makers. So people that are in Orlando that are making products crafters. here. Yeah, crafters that are here. Local but it's not crafters as in your mom or your grandmother's crafts. It's, you know, artisans who are doing t-shirts and... Acrame. Yeah. Uh, soap. We saw a lot of soap. Um, a plants booth where mm-hmm. they were selling really beautiful plants and I fell in love with the plant and I should have bought it. I sent you that link to that one I Instagram account. Them. I messaged them and the price they told me was a lot more than the price that it was that day that I saw it. Gotcha. Stephanie wants a cactus called, uh, it's, like, it's like a shark tooth, shark tooth cactus, cactus. Yeah. but it's like in a, one of those, uh, baskets that you would hang and then it basically it flows long, over flowy like tendrils that come down and they look kind of like shark shark tooth teeth yeah. so maybe if i see it again i'll buy it but orlando flea is put on uh by the daily city and uh it's happening again so i think they're it seems like they're wanting to do this once a quarter it was a pretty successful yeah there was know, it was very busy we went it right when open, it opened and, and it there was, was lots packed. of people it was packed i i wouldn't want to see it later in the day as people are uh emerging on a saturday because but they rewor- they they're claiming that they reworked the layout because it was a little cramped and i think that there's definitely a lot of room for more people i feel like the first one only had about 20 some vendors maybe right so they've definitely at least doubled in size so the next one's happening on sunday november 18th from 12 to 4 p.m and there'll be 45 makers there so 45 booths they also have some food um i would say that they maybe had five food booths if that this last one on the upper level which was like half the room yeah and they had a they have a rooftop bar but they, they should have used open. that space. Maybe I, they will now. Hopefully they'll use that space because now That's that where the, they should put the food so they can put more yeah. on top. Now that the weather's nicer, oh, yeah. uh, they need to use the outdoor space. Maybe have mimosa bar. Definitely. Definitely. And that is at Celine again on 22 South Magnolia Avenue. Definitely go check it out. It's definitely worth it. Um, it's just kind of fun to go and and see some local things we've seen a lot of these people uh i like it because on instagram we, you know always looking through our instagram and i'm seeing the products and seeing the stuff and i want it so there you can go and basically have it all in one spot yeah. if you want to make any purchases so so let's talk about the briar patch which i've now been maybe three or four times and steph you've been a couple times now twice, twice. but the briar patch in winter park 
I think is great. And once I learned that it was open since 1980, it's kind of even more impressive that it's been around that long and uh, sustained because, you know. It's hard in Orlando because things come and go, people come and go. But, you know, Winter Park is, you know. Yeah, I guess you know kind of more of a established community but uh, it's really good uh we went a few was it last weekend yeah so we went last weekend with devi and we got there by 10 30 i would say by 10 30 and we didn't have to wait too much the thing with briar patch is uh that you are gonna wait generally in a line uh but briar patch is really known as a brunch spot i would say and they have We've a great menu. We've never had anything here we didn't like. Yes. Usually something always like bums us out when we go out to eat. But this place, everything is on point. Yeah. Briar Patch is really good. Really good. I had the corned beef potato and hash benedict this last time that I was here. And it was very good. I couldn't eat it all either because the portion was so yeah, it was big. Very big. I, yeah, I couldn't eat all the potatoes. It was very good. And then we got a brioche like cinnamon roll it was type like a thing. Cinnamon ro- it was very good. It was re- it was really good. And their coffee was good too. And then I got um chocolate chip pancakes. And they were delicious. Yeah, their cho- their pancakes there, I think they're what I expect when I'm like craving a pancake, like they're soft and fluffy, but not too fluffy. Yeah. They're not hard on the edges. I don't like when pancakes are crispy on the edge. See, I like them a little crispy on the edge as long as the inside is still fluffy. And I love um, I love chocolate chip pancakes, but sometimes it can be too much. Mm-hmm. But they just, basically it's a regular pancake and they just sprinkle like on a top. little bit of chips on top. Which is, sometimes you've ordered that on at other places, you haven't you? You've like... You you ask them to leave yeah. out the chocolate chips and put them, the chocolate chips on yeah. top, so that it's the too much. the chocolate chips aren't in the batter. So it's a good them. mix of chocolate to batter ratio. Yeah. So the pro tip here is, I would say go early if you're going, you know, for brunch. They don't do reservations. Um, but if you're going for brunch, go, you know, get there by ten o'clock, and you're not going to wait too long, um, because we we got there about ten fifteen, ten thirty, and we waited maybe. 10 minutes we were finishing our meal oh the line was definitely it was definitely long so by the time we left at around 11 30 the line was getting quite long but always a good service i would say um definitely worth checking out briar patch uh, for a nice leisurely morning in winter park what did dev have i can't remember she had like some eggs I don't remember either. Eggs. Oh, I got bacon too, and I always oh, their bacon was to get perfect. Bacon like burnt. I like mine really crispy, and it generally nobody ever does it. Like I always have to either send it back or just deal with it. But they, they burned that bacon and it was delicious. Yeah, I had some of that bacon and it was really good. Mm, it was burned. Bacon now. <laughs> so we were invited uh, this. This past week, we were invited uh, to the Golden Pod to go try out the Golden Pod. And the Golden Pod is basically, they're calling themselves kind of like a chocolate restaurant. And they are a spinoff of um, a restaurant chain in Australia that started in Australia. So they are a spinoff of the well, chocolate room. I think room. explained to us this is the first 
they brought it to the U.S. Correct. And for some reason, they couldn't use the name The Chocolate Room. I'm guessing there's some kind of trademarking issue in the U.S. maybe that prevented them from using the name The Chocolate Room. But I, I'm not really 100% sure on that. But they're using the name The Golden Pod. And so we didn't go in with too much expectation. Um, but what I will say is I thought that the food was really good and the presentation was really good. And the food looked good when it came to the table and it tasted really good as well. Yeah, I just, I'm really sad that this isn't such a like a bad location because this is amazing like this could be awesome if it was in a better spot so the location to those familiar with the international drive area and attractions it's on international drive just north of sand lake it is right next to where the there used to be a tilted tilted kit kilt so it's kind of in the same building and it's like nestled on the side so from the street, you can't really see it. Like, I, if I wouldn't have been following the GPS, I would have passed it because I didn't know that it was there. So right now, as it stands, look. If you're going to go there in the next probably few weeks, you could look for the tilted kilt sign, and that's where yeah. you want to go. Because I miss the, like you, Steph. Yeah. I miss the turn in for it. Um, I would also say Golden Pod that you your signage is not the best, no, and so it's hard to recognize you from the street. Uh, because you're close to the street, but it's hard when you're driving and there's in that part of International Drive, there's so many s- signs that are yes. like, uh, you know, cluttering your view that it's hard to, it's hard to. What I will say though about the location is that there's plenty of parking yeah. and all the parking is in the back and there's plenty, plenty of parking. You're not going to have a problem parking here. Um, the problem though is like all their, all their paraphernalia, like the menu and uh-huh. the website their color scheme is gold and brown. Right. But for some reason, their sign is red and white. Yeah, they chose a red sign. And I was kind of looking for that gold and brown. The the sign near the road needs to be decadent like this. Gold and a big... We're looking at the 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 menu that we brought home. Like the little pod emblem needs to be big with a a really pretty gold and a brown. Well, I think the aesthetic of the logo is really nice. Yeah. And I thought the uh, actual... It gives you the the feeling that it's something decadent, like something nice. Exactly. I wish we would have tried some of their chocolate because we didn't try any of the chocolate. <laughs> we just I ate the. <laughs> we just After ate the. What uh, I ate, I was well, you had you had sweets. I didn't have yeah. sweets, but I wish I, I should have tried some of the chocolate. But the inside is really nicely it's done. It's kind of like a. Um, it's like a modern diner esque kind of feeling. Cheesecake factory ish. A little like, bit. A little bit. But a little oil. bit more refined. Yeah than cheesecake factory a little more contemporary less like a little bit more now yeah yeah and uh, we'll definitely post some pictures on our instagram so make sure you head over to orlando out of context to check out the pictures that we post uh this week from the golden pod but our server was karina and she was a sweetheart she was so sweet she, she was, was very beautiful. attentive yes and she's from venezuela and uh, she was a sweetheart so sh- we uh I told her that we'd give her a shout out. So we're shouting out hey to Karina, Karina. So, and then we, um, let's talk about what we ate. So I had the Aussie mate burger, which was, um, a beef patty, caramelized onions, grilled bacon, an egg, um, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, beetroot on a sesame bun, which I don't really care for beet, but I left the beet on and it was good. Could you taste it? 
a little bit to me a beat has a little bit of um like kind of a earthy a little bit of an earthy flavor it wasn't overpowering and i thought the the burger was it looked good and it tasted good and then it came with and this is pro tip for the golden pod it came with like garlic mayonnaise for the fries and they kind of drizzled some on the presentation uh but then we asked for like a little side of it it was good and karina brought over a little side of it and that stuff was really good the fries were good i wouldn't say that they're like through the roof amazing different cut different fries different cut fries like they were some thicker ones i prefer like the thicker one these were a little bit thinner they weren't steak fries like the thin ones but they were they were thinner but they were good they weren't they weren't bad at all but the freaking sauce the garlic mayonnaise mayonnaise. i don't even like mayonnaise (laughs) i was eating all of that it was really good and then steph what did you have i had um a waffle with raspberry compote melted milk chocolate coconut flakes and coconut ice cream and I know that sounds like a whole lot going on. So originally I ordered this because I was thinking like, oh, I won't eat it all because I, you know, I don't usually order stuff like that stuff. That's like so much fruit and, and stuff drizzled all over it. Whipped cream. Like it's just right. too much. I don't like all that going on. So I was like, but it looks good. So let me order it. I'll eat like a little bit of it. That way I'll still have room for our next meal. <laughs> <laughs> but i had to eat the whole thing it was so good well and they every, it wasn't overpowering everything though, all that. those like all those condiments so were all on the side they were on the, the side chocolate and the ice cream was on the side and the ice they were it was not even a full scoop no it wasn't cream. a full scoop it was of like ice cream. you know those little cups that you use when you're I don't, like a dip cup yeah basically but it was a perfect amount i but think yeah it was just and it was so good i tried it and it was oh, really good that ice cream that coconut ice cream was like whoa yeah it's real good it was so really like good. a little bit of you know we cut it put a little bit of the compote a little bit of the ice cream on each bite and it was delicious i didn't really use the chocolate because i didn't want to go crazy i should have tried the chocolate but i was i tasted it it was good yeah it was rich it didn't taste like cheap chocolate but it was real good I I think that the for me and I told the chef this um a lot of times you get this this thing delivered to your plate or to your table and it looks so beautiful but then the taste, taste is like meh, because we went to a place recently where I thought you know that um it, it was an, it's a new place and I thought you know the, it's going to be nice cuz the picture looks so beautiful and then the taste is just meh. Uh, but here, no, the the taste matched uh, what it looked like in front of you. It was it was a beautiful presentation on both the hamburger presentation and then the um, the waffle presentation. Definitely uh, check out the pics because they're yeah. really beautiful. So this week we're gonna post pictures of our food on IG. But uh, we met the executive chef uh, Eduardo uh, Sotomayor, and Eduardo was a very nice. It was great to meet him. Yeah, he was nice. He's worked uh, uh, several restaurants throughout Central Florida, and he is a Peruvian. He's from Peru. Um, I would definitely say that um, he's he's doing a good job from what we tried. Yeah. And um, I would be kind of interested to if you know if he does move on somewhere else after the Golden Pod, kind of see okay where does he go? Because he's not. It's not anything revolutionary necessarily, but it's yeah. good flavors. 
you know, it's it's very good flavors. And they do have a kangaroo pizza. I kind of wanted to try it, <laughs> but I didn't want to like commit. I didn't want to commit because all they had was a kangaroo pizza. Right. So, you know, I, I made the suggestion to Eduardo that, that we have like a little appetizer, like a little <laughs> kangaroo appetizer. He wasn't really digging it, but that's just my, that's just my two cents because I want to try it, but I don't want to commit. So I right. guess they want you to commit. Yeah. I was kind of like, you think of kangaroo and the way that we think of kangaroo here in the U.S. is that. There's like two in existence. Yeah, just it's kangaroo, but with it, babies in their pouches. But that's like, not how it is. That's yeah, it is. that's not how it is. So, I guess they eat. To my friends in Australia, do you guys eat kangaroo on the regular? Is that Burgers. something that's on the menu a lot? Um, let us know. Send us a DM or comment on one of our pictures about uh, uh, about kangaroos. Because <laughs> I just still think it's a little odd. I don't care. I mean, I'm down. Eat you're it. down it's to like, eat the kangaroo i mean it's like cow we eat cows and chickens it's just the same i'm surprised it didn't have a kangaroo like hamburger because he said it had like kind of the f- flavor of did he say buffalo yes the, the, it would be closest to yeah so it's a little um, gamey because i was asking him because when i went to um what's the burger place in the same strip that we went to steak on fire the the whiskey the whiskey yeah when i went to the whiskey they have a camel burger Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah. you told me and that. And again, I wanted to try it, but I don't want to commit to a whole burger. Which pro tip? So. Shout out to the whiskey. We need to do. Uh, we need to go there soon and then talk about them because whiskey is bomb too. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah. So I really like the Golden Pod. Uh, I hope that they can survive their location because, uh, to be honest, the location is not that bad, that good, and it's not because there's not parking. There's definitely parking. So please it's make just sure the visibility of it. Yeah, honestly, go and and the area that it's in is very very touristy. Yeah, go taste their food. Oh, we forgot the food to talk good. about the coffee. Oh yeah, the coffee. So I I had kind of overheard. Uh, um, when we got into the restaurant that because i think that uh, carino was talking to the next table about putting the image on the coffee uh that they could customize the coffee and so then i was like i think i want to do that and they had a sign over on the wall they can put on your beer too so they could put it on their coffee um or your beer so basically i ordered a cappuccino and she gave me this little website with a number and i submitted our, our logo to this website and then she confirmed that she received it and then basically they print your picture or logo on the coffee the foam of cute. your coffee and so when she brought it to the table the orlando out of context logo was right there and uh that was really cool so definitely kind of you know you know kind of a, and they a, told us uh something about the coffee being special like it's like a specialty coffee yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't drink catch. coffee, and I don't know anything about coffee, so I can't really speak. It was that. good coffee, but it was good coffee, and um, yeah, it was it was kind of like a corny little you know kitschy type thing to have an image printed on, but it was fun. It was fun to to see the logo printed on the coffee. Of course, we took pictures. <laughs> but definitely try out the Golden Pod. Yeah, I definitely go. You're not gonna have a problem parking. Um, it's just the location. Uh, hopefully it can survive its location. Cause that part of I drive is, you know, it's not as close to the convention center. So they're not as we visible, the day, but, um, their menu here says they're a hookah lounge too. And they're open till 2am. So oh, wow. Maybe the night scene here is a little different. Yeah. 
but uh, definitely check out the golden pod when you're in the attractions area for sure so then like we said we um we took a little break in between the two restaurants uh we did a little bit of shopping and (laughs) and uh then we headed later in in the day we headed to uh, steak on fire which is a um a Brazilian steakhouse on bread is what their tagline is. So I read the little story on their website and basically it says that two, I think brothers, um, they came to the U S and they kind of had their traditions of, you know, like grilling and stuff on the weekends and watching soccer, which is, I guess, football in Brazil. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. And But then, you know, they started having American friends. And, you know, Americans, we want to watch football and eat burgers. (laughs) And they wanted to watch soccer and eat steak. So they merged the two together, putting steaks on bread. And this place is going... That's how it came about. My prediction for this place is it's going to blow up. And I think that it's going to be a chain. And I think they're going to grow really quickly. And it was really good. The flavor was really good. It was really on point. And uh, I'm kind of excited for them because I think that they have something here. I can't wait to go back there. I'm definitely and going eat back. again when I'm less full. <laughs> <laughs> even though I ate every last drop of food they gave us. <laughs> it was so stuffed. And we were supposed to record after, after uh, we were in, a in the coma, evening. Like, I was good. I was just good, fine. I was because I... At, at the golden pot i didn't eat all of the bread uh my bun on the hamburger i was definitely like kind of saving and regulating for steak on fire but i ate everything at steak on fire because was it bad. was real no you weren't bad you just did what I've you had to do that much in one day in years. <laughs> but steak on fire i would have to say that the the food is fresh it tastes fresh it tastes not processed and um it's so I good. Had, I had grilled shrimp with um, seasoned roasted potatoes. And then I, it comes with grilled veggies, but you got a substitute, I right? I substituted the grilled corn. Um, and how was the corn? Because I don't think I really talked to you about that. Really how it was good, corn. but it was very salty. It was a little too much salt. I, next time I would probably try to wipe some of the salt. Or maybe just tell them, you know, hold off on the salt. Up. The salt's good. It's just a little too much. But um, it was maybe like seven pieces of shrimp on skewers it was so good it was seasoned just right and i forgot to grab the price of yours but i also have to stay for steak on fire that their prices are extremely extremely reasonable yeah i think they're they're very food, fair yeah. for the quality of food extremely reasonable the way it's set up to kind of get into that is it is you order at the counter and then they you find a seat once you've ordered and then they bring the food to your table uh then i had and it kind of took a while so i know that's how yeah not a long time as in oh gosh it's taking forever but long enough to let you know that they're making the food it's not like oh yeah they made to order oh for sure yeah they were definitely making it fresh making it uh as it uh, the orders came in so then i had the ribeye on bread um which is you know basically a ribeye sandwich and it had um grilled um onions uh on it and um i think it had a uh, grilled bell pepper as well and cheese i think it had cheese on it yeah so um 
It's served on a shibata bread with grilled onions and grilled red peppers. I don't know. It didn't have uh, cheese, but it did have chimichurri sauce, which that chimichurri sauce was awesome. Was that what I had with my shrimp? There was some kind of sauce with my shrimp, too. It was like a lime aioli. Yeah, it was like an aioli, like a lime garlic aioli type sauce. It was, your sauce on that was, it was good. Uh, But my sandwich was excellent. The steak was definitely fresh and it just tasted really good. And then the side that I chose uh, was the um, golden cheese bites with uh, sweet and spicy jam. So in Brazil, when you're going to like a barbecue um, in Brazil, they generally grill um, cheese. And it's not the, the cheese. And it has a different texture. I wish I had the proper name for the type of cheese it is because I can't really describe it to you. But it's not a cheese that's like melting through the. It's very hard. It's not going to melt through the grill. Um, and drip and drip it like you they sear it it's like little blocks and then it mm-hmm. has like sear marks on it and in brazil a lot of times they put it on a stick and they grill it on the stick like like a kebab stick mm-hmm. um and then uh you eat it from there and the sweet and spicy jam i i thought it was gonna be better but uh, to me it didn't really have a taste i wish Maybe it was I a little l- i th- i think it needed a little bit more of that spice spicy it wasn't quite spicy enough but the cheese bites were good it was like it being in Brazil, eating the cheese, uh, they didn't have grilled cheese. The pop that you wanted, though. They didn't have guanana, which I think that he should put guanana because he has. I think that would be kind of kitschy, like cool. I think it would. I think, and what They've I would. Been to restaurant. They have it at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, they have guanana. Uh, no, they have it at Magic Kingdom at that Where? restaurant. That um, the restaurant uh in Adventureland. You're the one who told me they have oh, guanana yes, there. Yes. Not at Animal Kingdom. Yes, they have it at the Adventureland restaurant. So the Adventureland, the newer Adventureland. I wonder why they have it there. Because it's a fusion restaurant and they have, they say Brazil Brazil is part of that fusion. That's why they have it. Uh, But I think that Bruno and his brother's name, what's his brother? Let me open up and see his brother's brother. Andre. Bruno and Andre, I think that you should put guanana on the menu because yes. it says brazilian steakhouse and then that should be a staple at when you go across the country with this because you will go across the country and with maybe this that'll bring the brazilians in once they all telling each other <laughs> they, they set up the guanana the just the guanana <laughs> they and set out the brazilian call fyi just each other to all the brazilians who are listening i don't know what hootie who means <laughs> stephanie made this it's up something i'm it's like, you know, the calls to your people like, hoodie hoo, they got the pop. <laughs> they got the guanana. Uh, I, I do I do appreciate that you say guanana pretty well. <laughs> My Portuguese is very refined. <laughs> Just to let everybody know. It's been pretty good. But I think that uh, having guanana would kind of be a nice thing to have on the menu. Because it's not blatantly Brazilian, but having that guanana kind of... It would be nice. I like I like guanana, so I want the guanana. So it's a little detail that's cute. I think Bruno that you should put guanana on the menu. And Bruno was really nice. I really appreciate that as a business owner, you are firm and you are knowledgeable about your product, and you welcomed us and explained everything. This is another reason why I know this business is going to be successful is because Bruno was the one at the cashier. Bruno is putting in the time before it blows up because it will be blow up and i think it is already getting quite popular because uh there was quite a few people in there and there was people coming in the whole time that we were there yeah um it wasn't crazy busy but it was steady flow of people 
everyone go to to stake on fire i think that uh they're going to be successful it's in dr phillips on sand lake right off sand lake in the heart of the definitely go i definitely think that this is going to turn into a franchise or maybe if they decide not to be a franchise they're gonna they're gonna open open multiple locations the brand maybe we should buy the first one i mean uh, it's good uh, it's really good. The branding is really good. If you're looking to purchase a franchise, uh, Steak on Fire is it. I like the name too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really good. Uh, highly recommend heading over to Steak on Fire. And the prices, like my sandwich, the ribeye they sandwich. They catering too. Uh, the ribeye sandwich it was eleven forty five. The flank steak sandwich is uh, eight ninety five. Filet mignon. Uh, I said that horribly. The filet mignon. Mignon. However you should you know. It. You just came back from Paris. Oh Lord. Uh, is twelve. The sausage sandwich is eight. I mean, the prices are really good, and their plates uh, uh, don't go above fifteen. So prices are definitely on point. Head over there. Head over there. And check them out. But we had a good week of eats. <laughs> well, a good day. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like that should have been a week's <laughs> worth of eating. But, uh, yeah, t- check out Steak on Fire on Instagram. Their Instagram is at Steak on Fire. Uh, go check out The Golden Pod on Instagram. It's at The Golden Pod. Um, and then check out Briar Patch on Facebook, or excuse me, on Instagram at Briar Patch Restaurant. Though they don't really update, they haven't updated since last year. They need to hire somebody to do their Instagram. Probably, you know, they don't need like to. Don't want to because they don't. They don't need any. Like they don't need to be busier in. than they already yeah. are. So, but uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us this week, and. Uh, until next time, make sure that you go and follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us. <laughs> visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and then listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And yes, Stephanie wants you to give us a five star review on iTunes. Until next time, bye. bye. Yeah. You're not ready. And I think your phone is still on. Yes, teacher. For fuck's sake.